Yo, yo, welcome to episode 113 of Just Another Knicks Fan, hosted by your host, Jack F. Obviously, that's the acronym for Just Another Knicks Fan. We episode 113, and we're about to discuss some Julius Randle. You know what I mean? He wears number 30. I just turned 30. Shit crazy. What the fuck? That shit crazy, son. Um, yeah, son. Shit crazy, niggas. It's 30 out here, man. Um, but yeah, Julius Randle, you know, a lot of questions of whether he should stay or whether he should leave. Um, I hopped up on the situation a little bit with, with Thibodeau and some of his coaching scheme that I felt like maybe put Randall in a bad situation. And us due to a lot having a, 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 a efficient point guard play up until February, I guess after February we can say um, quickly, you know, he's been performing better. So we never know how that could have uh, impacted Randall in a positive light. But um, a lot of the stuff, the complaints that the fans been had has been consistent across the board. Um, this is body language, even after a W against the Bulls. Yes, he had a bad game. I'm pretty sure he's upset with himself. But you would have thought the Knicks lost that game. You know, I seen him miss a few game winners. Not that it was even his fault. Like, it was one against the Hornets on one second left. And, you know, the Knicks couldn't even inbound the ball. He gets the ball, like, 40 feet out. He has to take a step back, fade away from 40 feet out. He misses it. And he just walked away like, whatever, man. Shit happens. And that shit happens, man. Shit happens. I'm not mad at him for missing a 40-foot fadeaway three-pointer to win the game. It's his body language overall. Um, you know, everyone else you see on that sideline seems pretty united. And, you know, Randall, he seems like, in a way, an outcast. He's just on his own, doing his own thing. You know, he's on his too cool wave. And... In a way, I find it difficult to him to embrace being the second best player on the team, him playing off of RJ or him playing off of potentially someone else we get in the offseason. You know, I feel like he wants to do it his way and his way only. And um, in a way, it feels like he wore out his welcome to New York. It's been three years. We had... You know, two amazing seasons. I mean, two very inconsistent seasons. One amazing season. And, you know, his contract extension officially kicks in going into next season. I don't think it's the worst contract um, per se. Um, you know, he's still 20-10-5. Those are still solid numbers. Uh, not as efficient as he was last year, obviously. Um, you know, field goal percentage went from 45 to 40. And what's even more glaring was the the forty percent three point percentage went down to thirty. I didn't expect him to maintain the forty percent three point percentage, but I still thought he'd be around forty four, forty five percent from the field overall. Like you know, I just figured that would happen, but um, it did. And it's one thing he underperforms. Or did it live up to his own expectations, live up to the team's expectations or the fans' expectations? 
you know, it's about how you how you handle yourself through the situations. And, you know, we've seen throughout the season where um, he wasn't speaking to the media. Um, we don't know when he was going to talk to the media. I'm not, I really don't care too much about that, but but then I realize you sort of do because you're our leader, you're the best player on the team, so we need you to, 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 to talk your shit, man. Like, you know, Melo, when he was on the Knicks and we had these... 34, 32, 36 win seasons. You know, he was front and center all day, a day. And, you know, not, not one complaint out of his mouth. I'm not saying you can't complain, but you still got to show up and be a good leader. And uh, I think his leadership took a big hit this year. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, I'm not going to say what players, but certain players, they, they look like they're sort of fed up with, with Randall's tactics. You know, when you, when you watch some of the games, like I, I seen Fournier. Oh, fuck it, I'm saying the players. Uh, against the Pelicans, Fournier just looked tired of Randall shit. Like, all right, bro, you want to keep doing this shit. I remember he had an episode before halftime against the referees. He probably does get fouled. And, you know, he's a physical player. And, but you got to keep playing, bro. You got to keep playing. And I feel like his game gets easily affected via emotions, man, and sometimes that could be a good thing, but sometimes that could be a bad thing, and I feel like this year has been a detriment, and if it was up to me, would I keep Randall? That's tough. It's very tough, because, like, um, this whole year was a bit confusing due to the lack of identity that the team has had, and now looking at the team now with all these young guys, and Randall's young. He's like 26, 27. Dogs, I'm 30, dog. But um, he's 27, man. He's not old by any means. He's, he's a vet. Yeah, but he's not Todd Gibson, the vet, you know. But you got Obi. You got a whole bunch of young players. And eventually, you're going to have to play all these young players. And I don't even know if you can keep all these young players that we got now. It's It's... It's going to be virtually impossible. So, I say if there's a valid trade out there, you do it. Um, I don't think that the Knicks should trade him just to get rid of him because he's not, like, trash. You know, he's had had, tra- he's had trash moments. Um, I think we realized that he's not... I wouldn't want the ball in his hands in the last two minutes to make decisions per se. I want the ball in his hands if he's in a, p- a position to either score or pass the ball right away. I don't want to ISO Randall anymore. Um, I don't want to ISO. Shit, I don't want to ISO anything, man. Like I want the motherfuckers to play basketball like they did throughout the whole game and ISO as a last resort. And then go to the high hand. Because I noticed. Even when, oh shit, someone taking a shit downstairs. Because I noticed even when the Knicks, um, my game one against the Hawks last year in the playoffs, I'll never forget that shit, man. Alec Burks had it going. And there's one second left. He scored like 22 points, 20 points in the fourth quarter. And who did we go to? Julius Randle. And I don't mind going to Julius Randle, but in that game, he's 6 for 23. He, he's cold. He's cold. And you got him getting the ball with his back to the basket. Um, it wasn't a good pass. It wasn't the best pass by Alec Burks. But I feel like at that point in time, Alec Burks has earned 
us to win or lose the game by taking the potential game winning or game tying shot, not losing us the game by throwing a intrepid inbounds pass. You know, that's my take on that situation. And um like I said, if we could get if it's a fair trade, I I'll do it, man. If it's a fair trade. And if not, then we could keep them, keep them. And I just hope that, you know, we get the Julius Randle that we... And what I mean by getting the Julius Randle back of, 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 of the, I guess, COVID season is, is the one that, at least from a leadership aspect, man, you know, um, I want that back. You know, you might not get the 24 points per game, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, on 40% three-point shooting. That's If you don't get that, that's fine, man. But if you could get the 18 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and great leadership, and all of that other great praise and that accountability and energy and passion, if we could get that from Julius Randle, that's fine. You know, it's just the, the other intangibles that's, that took a big hit. And... And I'm pretty sure, hey, he'll be having a big evaluation. He'll evaluate himself this offseason on how he can come back better. I know he's, you know, a very competitive person within himself. You know, I'm pretty sure he, he wants to do better and be better. And it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back. You know, but from the outside looking in, you know, it don't feel like, I don't feel like he wants to be in New York. And I know... His press conference says he he's built for New York. He wants to be here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But but your body language tells me something else. And there's nothing wrong with him saving face or or you know doing what you call it. What do you call this shit, man? Like media or something, man. When you when you uh fix yourself, not fix yourself, but um, I don't call it saving face. It's something, man. It's when you fix, uh, fixing your public image or some shit, what in front of the media. That's cool, man. You gotta do that shit. Um, but via his body language, it feels like he don't want to be here, you know. But if he's here, and he's here, I, I just need to see the energy and passion, man, and 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 be a better teammate, dog. You know what I mean? That's the shit I want to see, and. I think he has a capability of doing that, and I think once he just really sit back and reflect on his season, um, hopefully he comes back as as a better teammate and a better leader, and hopefully he can learn from this experience as well. Like I said, this season was not all his fault. In the beginning of the season, um, RJ wasn't playing well either. Um, our point guard play was, I want to say, lackluster, but um, a lot of figuring out to do, a lot of chemistry issues to start the season because we don't know who got the ball where, when and how. And then Derrick Rose got hurt and then Kemba's knee didn't hold up. And then Thibodeau didn't play, you know, the young guys earlier. This is not all Randall's fault, man. Like I am not saying it's all his fault. He's not he's it's not all his fault. But the stuff that he was in control of, I wish he controlled better. That's all I'm saying. And since he was our best player, um, I expect him to do that. And he can still do that moving forward. So would I trade him? 
there's a right offer in place, yeah, if, if it makes sense. I'm not going to just trade him for, like, a, a second-round draft pick in 2027. Like, nah, he's, he's not trash, bro. I know some people feel like he's just trash. He's he's not trash, bro. No, he has moments. But all players have moments where, you know, you see them with the ball, like, yo, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And then um, they do it. Some Nike shit. But like I said, I feel like Thibodeau also has not put Randall in winning situations down the stretch. And then we've seen him, him as in Thibodeau, you know, put R.J. Barrett in winning situations down the stretch. And then we've seen it with Alec Burks, man. I, I really think the Knicks... Two main things that burnt that this year was fourth quarter execution and free throws. You know, if you shot up the ball better from the foul line and our fourth quarter execution would be better, our record would probably be the opposite of what it is right now. It probably would be 45 and 35 instead of 35 and 45, but I got no control over that shit, honestly. But that comes down to both the players and the coaches, man. As far as fourth quarter execution, um, obviously the players do it, but I feel like there's got to be a better game plan. And as far as free throws, that's not the coach's fault. At least I don't think so. And team got to make free throws, man. Uh, we probably would have won the next game if we made our free throws. Uh, probably would have gave us some more of a cushion down the stretch. Probably the, the guys probably would have played a little bit looser against the Nets. But we missed 13 free throws. And a lot of our weaknesses from the foul line stem from the center position. Mitchell Robinson's 48%. Jericho Sims is shooting about 30%. But also, like Evan Fournier, he, he, like I said, we should keep him. He's been shooting solid this year from the three-point line, and it's, it's weird that as a great of a shooter he is, um, He's normally around 80%, and this year he shot 70% from the foul line. Um, RJ took a step back, went from 75 to 71. You know, free throws and fourth quarter execution, man. The team has the talent, you know, to make noise, but uh, we failed to do that this year. And hopefully, you know, we can fix the, the free throw aspect. And then, obviously, the fourth quarter aspect that I, I, I would like to us to fix, too. I feel like there's a lot of footage, a lot of tape how we can improve upon those situations uh, based on the talent we have, based on who has it going, based on who's on the floor. Uh, I feel like we can really, you know, make some stuff happen next year. But this offseason is, I guess, nerve-wracking, but also exciting because some shit is going down. Like, I, I don't know what, but um, this roster is going to go through some changes, not because of just, uh, due to the lack of, I guess, underperformance of expectations, but also because we have uh, we discovered some talent, man. We discovered some talent on this team. And what are we going to do with this talent? What talent are we keeping? What talent are we drafting? Uh, what talent are we going to acquire? Like This offseason for the Knicks is going to be lit, bro. Um, it's going to be lit in general because NBA offseason in general will be lit. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for this offseason. Yeah, we still got two games left. But um, I'm ready for the offseason, man, to see what we got cracking. Uh, 
Obi's up. Obi's contract is going to be due soon at some point. Um, RJ Barrett is going <laughs> this, this to be interesting, man. And we all know that the Knicks haven't extended a, a rookie contract since 1994. 1994, bro. Charlie Ward. Shout out to Charlie Ward. He gave us a lot of good memories. And um, I was two years old in 1994. That's the last time the Knicks extended a rookie contract, a rookie player. So I think we're about to witness history. Um, either this season or next off season, whenever they decide to extend RJ, and we see how that should go. Go Knicks, episode one thirteen. We out of here. Skirt skirt. Bow bow.